Welcome to the She Is Awesome podcast, the home for women business owners filled with extraordinary stories, giggles, and thoughtful conversations, offering inspiring takeaways for your life and your business. Happy International Women's Day, my friend. So today I'm going to talk about my journey with Academy for Women Entrepreneurs, which was launched two years ago on the 5th of March during an International Women's Day event. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I stood up in front of 50 women that day to launch my company. It was so buzzing. It was my first biggest business workshop with women business owners. And the room was like a beehive. The energy, the sound, wow. Have you been in a room with more than like, let's say 20 women? Oh my God, it's so loud. And my husband and a business partner of mine was helping us in the organization. And they were not even able to enter the room because they're men and they could not bid sound. It was like, wow. And I was so excited, so proud, and felt so supported. All our guests were there to support our launch and celebrate the International Women's Day with us. And the day went excellent, literally excellent. You know, magic happens when you put women together to collaborate. And it was magic. It was a fantastic launch for us. And it was an amazing day for everyone who participated. And to be honest, it helped us also accelerate the start of our business. I was able to sign up many people to upcoming workshops. And it simply meant that it was real. You know, we were in business. It's been a while that we were running workshops and, you know, we were operating as a business. But that moment was kind of like a big launch for us. And it was really a proud moment. Then we started and everything was going well. But 18 days later, we went into the first lockdown in the UK. So on the night of 23rd of March, 2020, I remember I have received nine cancellation emails. It was like ping, ping, ping to my email address. You know, it was so depressing. And then the next day I received another 13. I was so shocked. I mean, who wasn't, right? None of us experienced anything like this before. And I remember, you know, I had never heard that word unprecedented times before. And it became literally the keyword on Google, the word of the year. And do you remember those first two, three days, the week? It felt so dark, so foggy. No one really knew what was happening or what was going to happen. You know, the toilet paper crisis, the alcohol crisis. Of course, in the UK, there was an alcohol crisis as well. (laughs) And to be honest, we did buy a lot of wine with my husband. We didn't buy any toilet paper. We had enough food. But, you know, we, we were even fearful of touching our shopping. We didn't know how to shield people, you know, our parents or our elderly. The schools were closed. And it, it was total chaos in our minds and in the streets everywhere. You know, 
we have an entrepreneurial family. So um, both myself and my husband are entrepreneurs. And imagine this, you know, we lost all sorts of income over the night. Everything. Debt. Nada. And we didn't even know when it was going to start again. No, and I know that we weren't the only ones because I had coaches back then. And one of my coaches, an event planner, had received 37 cancellation in one week. Like 37 cancellation, their goals as a business out of the window, right? A wedding photographer client of mine said she received three months worth income cancellation in one week. A designer member, I remember, sent me a WhatsApp message saying, I became a stay-at-home mom over the night. So no one probably had ever gone through a change in such a brutal way, right? So it was just unbelievable. And when I was talking to people from our community, all I could hear was fear and despair. And to be honest, I was despairing as well. I mean, I had just launched a business, you know. I was in a shitty headspace and I know that you need to be positive and stuff, but it was just not possible. But, you know, they say when you face a danger, you have three options, you fight, sleep, or freeze. My natural reaction to a danger is always fight, you know, fight, fight with the bazooka, take the Kalashnikov and go for it. You know, it's an innate thing in me. And I think it's kind of like, it gives me a little bit of idea of control, maybe. And I really, really don't know the command sits still when I am in panic. So I knew that I had to do something to feel like I was in control. I didn't know anything about business management during pandemic. And I kind of like raised my hands and accepted this. But I knew about crisis management. And more importantly, I also knew that if I was able to hold my head high and my mindset positive, I was going to be okay. And it was the same for others. You know, it was just that kind of like push that I needed and push that they needed. And I just needed to help myself and help them to get there. So what I started to do was I started to connect with my network. I talked to dozens of women business owners and understood that they needed me the most and I needed them the most because every time that I connected to someone, I felt like I was doing something right and it was making me feel right. And it just, you know, it, it was just like drinking water when I was connecting to those people. So by the end of week one of the lockdown, when we started to understand that it was not going to be just a few weeks thing, I decided to launch a series of business webinars on crisis management. And to be honest, I really didn't have a fucking clue on what I was going to do. I just knew that I needed to get there and do something. So I kind of wrote a very loose plan of what were the topic of crisis management and where we were at with the crisis and decided that it would fit on a weekly schedule. And a week later, I ran my first webinar and I had invited all the people that I had already met during our launch event and before and from my already existing network. And 50 plus women joined in. 
for my first webinar. And after that, we delivered online courses for free for the next three months, every single week. I mean, I worked day and night. I worked weekends. I absolutely put all my energy and effort. And, you know, people one day say, oh, I took baking courses online. I really didn't have time. I was just like really all the time working to get those webinars ready and to get the content ready and get in front of people and give them the value. And that's how Academy for Women Entrepreneurs was born, you know, exactly two years ago. And I am so happy to still be here and to be able to say that we are growing. And yeah, it was a actually interesting but great start. And now two years, three lockdowns, thousands of hours of coaching and training, 3,000 members and a few awards, a lot of losses, many wins and many sleepless nights after. I am proud and very happy to be able to stand here and look back and say, wow, that was an accelerated journey for me. And, you know, maybe we will never, ever, ever experience anything like this before. And it actually taught us so much. Those two years of launching a business during a crisis moment and growing it, and building a community of awesome women taught me a lot. And I kind of thought about it, like, what are the key learnings? What are the things that I can actually take with me and put it out there and say, these are your true north now, because this is actually going to help you at any time in your business. So I came up with 10 key learnings and to celebrate our second birthday alongside of International Women's Day, I decided to share them with you in this episode. And here they are, what I learned as a female entrepreneur from launching my company during the lockdown. So the first key learning is crisis in every shape and form come and go. Right. It sounds pretty basic, but think about it. Think about that panic situation that we put ourselves into when a crisis happened. That can be any type of crisis. It can be a client crisis. It can be an employee crisis. It can be a PR crisis. It can be horrible. You know, it can be a pandemic, but they come and go because at the end of the day, we are human beings and able to adapt to any situation. And even if the situation does not change, our perception changes and we adapt and it becomes a normal life again. So crisis is just a period. And if we understand that it's a period that needs to be managed, then it is easier to respond instead of react. So keep calm, breathe Take a step back and plan your actions when shit hits the fan. That's the first learning. The second learning is about taking actions. And the main thing is ideas have absolutely no values. Take actions. You know, I have great ideas, great ones, really I mean, amazing. You would call me a genius, but they're still in my murky gray material of brain and you know, 
They don't do anything there. My observation was this. Those who were able to transform ideas into reality, take actions during COVID crisis, thrived when the crisis was over. Really, their businesses sometimes quadrupled or, you know, even more. So faster you get out there with your ideas and start to execute them or start to put them in front of people, higher are the chances that you make something out of them. Really. Had I waited a month to launch those webinars at the start of COVID, I don't think that we would have reached that community because people needed help and reassurance and action taking at that moment, not a month later. So take action. My third learning is go for it. And this became a life philosophy. I remember You know, I had on the phone a friend of mine and I was talking to him and I said, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? We were just launching. What am I supposed to do? I can't just sit still. And then he said to me, go for it. And this became a life philosophy. So now when I want to do something, I have an idea or a project in mind, I ask myself three questions. One, do I really want it or do I want it because it might look cool? This is an important question and you really need to understand if it is something that was projected onto you or it is something that comes from your heart. Two, will it help my priorities in life? And three, is it aligned with my values and dreams? And if I get a yes to all of them, then I just go for it. I just take action, find my way to execute and go for it. And What I also noticed is, you know, the only way to get out of the stuck state of mind is actually taking action. So go for it, is the third learning. The fourth learning is about your business. And it's a really big perspective changer. It is not about you. It is about them, right? You might be in business because you're passionate about what you're doing. You might be in business because you want to make money. You might be in business because you want to have an exit plan and create an asset for your life. Fantastic. Great. But all this will happen and your business will thrive if you can actually switch your perspective. And if you can say, it's not about me, it's about them. The business is here to create a solution for the customers, right? The business is here to create a roof, a place where people will actually develop themselves and earn their bread for my team. So it's not about me. It's about building a place of actualization for my employees and a place to build solutions for my customers. And seeing my business as a mean to make that happen instead of an end for my life, it really, really enabled me to connect with those 3,000 wonderful women. I really think that that switch of perspective helped me a lot in connecting to more people and to more valuable people who would walk with us. So yeah, switch your perspective. It's not about you. It's about them. Fifth learning is network your ass off. 
like your life depends on it. You know, my dear friend, Samantha Lawton, the networking queen always says, if you're not networking, you're not working. And it is true. It is unbelievable how much you can achieve or accelerate your journey thanks to people. And guess what? People are good and kind and generally they want to support you. So especially if you have been good and kind to people and you have been supportive to them, I mean, the reciprocity is amazing and they will help you. So network your ass off and connect with like-minded people. My sixth learning is very simple, but very difficult to do. Ask. Ask for help. Ask advice. Ask for connections. Ask if you can help. Ask to close a sale. Yes, yes, yes. Ask to close a sale, right? This is really, really important. We really need to tap into the skill and develop it even more as women business owners, because I see this. Women business owners are not pushy, or they see asking as being pushy, right? And look, you know, I had two calls from two insurance brokers, okay? One male and one female. They both send me quotes and they're chasing me up and, and their quotes are equal, but I didn't look into it in depth. So I just want them to leave me alone because I don't have the time to look at it. So first the woman calls me and then she said, I'll give you a call next week when I said to her, oh, I can't answer right now. And, and I said, no, 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 don't worry. I'm not sure if I will be ready next week. I'll call you back. And she said, okay, hang up. Literally a few hours later, the guy called me, her counterpart, her competitor, and he didn't drop, you know. I said exactly the same things and he didn't let me go. And he said, how about I'll call you end of the next week? If you're not ready, it's okay. We can organize another call. And he insisted and he got my permission. So tell me, which one is more likely to get the business out of me? I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to forget to call that lady. I mean, she might have even better business case for me. But because I'm not going to have time and because it's not too important, I'm going to forget to call her. And she did not ask my permission to call me back. So he is already in advance compared to her just because he didn't let and he asked for more. And that is, I think, a really important skill that we really need to develop. Ask. Now, seventh one is a really strong shift for women entrepreneurs. Don't sell time, buy time. This is really, really strong. And I know that when money is tight, the hassle and grind mentality develops. I can do it all by myself attitude develops, which is the biggest hindrance to business growth. I know it is very scary to invest in yourself and in your business when you think you're not making enough money or you don't have enough time. But the thing is, it's a chicken and egg situation. And I get this objection all the time. I don't have time for coaching. Well, that's the first sign that you need coaching. Or I don't have money for this, you know. Buy help, create time, invest in yourself to be able to make more money. That's the thing. Find your ways. Suck it up for three, four months, but it will pay it back. It's proven. So don't sell time. 
buy time. It's a really, really strong mind shift. The eight is, and I say it over and over and I will never stop saying it. Nothing wins over clarity, focus, and momentum. There's really nothing, nothing that can replace these three key success factors in business, but also in life or even in family. It's a chain reaction. You don't lose momentum because you lose motivation. You lose motivation because you lost focus and clarity in first place. There's nothing more empowering than knowing where you are going and how you're going to get there. And of course, it's not as straightforward and you need to keep working at it, right? You know, the one scenario that I see repeating over and over again with different women business owners is when they don't see results, lending as expected, you know, when you don't make money as expected, when the leads don't convert as you expected, when you don't have enough leads, when you couldn't grow as you wanted, when you couldn't launch something, whatever. The spiral of motivation loss starts. You doubt the process. You change the process. You try other things. You try to change the strategy. And within a few weeks of doubting, you have already undone at least three months of a good job, you know, and you have actually blurred the whole thing. You lost focus and you lost clarity. Which brings me to the next key learning, when in doubt, plan. I keep banging about continuous planning and how important is it to be taking a step back and gaining perspective over your business regularly. But just put yourself back in those days of crisis management. You know, we were all in doubt. And the first thing that we needed to do was to plan, right? What is the situation? Look at it. And then try to understand how you can actually get out of the fog, get out of that unclarity and move forward. You know, the act of taking altitude and looking at what's happening from a strategic point of view enables you to make informed choices, you know, instead of choices led by panic or doubt. And that's really important. That's why planning is important. And the idea of planning was always there for me. But the idea of continuous planning and dynamic planning really grew and grew its roots as well. During this whole two years of change and crisis and change again, you know, go in the lockdown, get out of the lockdown and adaptation, that really gave me the understanding that more you plan regularly, better you take the control of your business. And, you know, planning gives you back your business mojo so you can go and build your dream life, basically. So when in doubt, plan. And before I finish, my top and final learning is everything will be okay. No, actually, it will be more than okay. It will be awesome. You are a business owner, women. At the end of the day, think about it. You could be in a nine-to-five job that you hated, right? Instead, you are running your own business. Embrace your greatness. You know, I find gratefulness practice, connecting with other women business owners, and celebrating my small wins 
helpful. Those three practices helped me a lot to keep my mindset strong and positive. Other than that, have fun, sister. Happy International Women's Day. Here to an equal world, hopefully much sooner than what is predicted. Cheers, my love. Well, my friend, thank you for listening to this She Is Awesome podcast. If you want to share your extraordinary story and dare to inspire others, send an email to hello at academyweed.com. You can find the email address in the show notes. Well, let's meet here again next week. Take care. Bye now.